Welcome to Honey on the Sword, season four, episode four. We are still in our series called Textures of Hope and I have an amazing co-host, Xerxes Sab. It has been so much fun to bounce ideas and thoughts and all of the different things we've been discussing, bouncing those topics off of his brain, off of what he's experienced. And you guys, he's insightful and he's bringing a perspective as a man, as a human, as a friend, as a producer, on and on and on. And he has so many angles. It's kind of like he is like a cinematographer of thought and energy and emotion because a cinematographer is looking from all sorts of angles and sees that aerial view, but sees different types of perspectives. And that's a really wonderful thing to have. And he is a visionary and a friend and it's been an incredible journey. And so if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, please do. It's about trust, hope, and love. They will bless you and uplift you and help you be able to walk through some things that are going on in your life. Because again, mental health is universal. And I also wanted to say this series, Textures of Hope, these episodes that we're going to be doing from this point on are about how to combat fear and how to address doubt and the origins of doubt. So it has been amazing. I just wanted to give a shout out again to all of the different nations listening and the countries listening. We appreciate you. We think you're incredible and we are honored to even be able to share with you. Thank you. And I hope you enjoy Textures of Hope. Okay, so I'm here with Xerxes Saab. He's really great. And we've been doing a series on textures of hope. And we're just going to delve into some other aspects of things that we deal with in our lives that come up all the time, from time to time or just all the time. Let's do it. Yay. Let's do it. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm so glad. So you guys, what we've been talking about before is like trust and hope and love and Are these synonymous with the other? Just lots of different things like that. And today I just really felt like something that we all deal with is fear. And I know that fear is not it. That's what Xerxes, I'm quoting you. You said, fear's not it, fear's not it. Like, and so I was just thinking like, we can talk about how to combat fear or how you combat fear in your life. Like some things that you intentionally do if things come up that make you feel fearful. And then also we're going to talk about like doubt and, and and then seeing how we can walk through, journey through what that looks like as well. Because everyone deals with these things that we're talking about because it's right. all based on mental health. And right. then, yeah. Exactly. Well, I guess I, I guess I can go ahead and get started, huh? Yeah, please do. I'm glad to be with you. Yeah, well, so, um, first let's talk about this thing called fear. So, like, I mean, to be honest, fear is probably one of the most difficult things to overcome. Um, No matter what it may be, um, because fear, fear, it it hinders you from being um, free. That's That's what I think, like, fear hinders you from being free. Um, and that's right out the gate. That's on point because it's like 
you will not have freedom. Like in your life, if fear is stopping you in any way, that is so insightful. Right out the gate. Right. He's just coming through the gate like a yeah, that was a chariots good one. and horses. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. When I found out what we was going to be uh, speaking on, uh, on this segment, I was like, oh, yes, this is perfect. Because like, I mean, I, I know I have my own firsthand experiences um, with that myself, which I mean, I guess I could, I could start with that. Like, so I growing up, I always had a fear, like for one, like public speaking was one thing. And then like, I just always had like a sense of anxiety about, you know, being on stage and being in front of people. And then, you know, with me doing what I do now, which is music, you know, and, and being on stage quite often, <laughs> you have to some, some kind of way, find a way to get over that, you know, cause How did yeah, I put a, that's perfect. Have a be fearless shirt on. <laughs> yes. That's so fitting. So fitting. So, uh, yeah. So it, it, it I, I mean, I can I can just speak on how how that kind of like hindered me, you know, growing up just because like I felt like I always felt like I was never able to be myself because I was always feeling like I was in a bubble or feeling super uncomfortable, right. you know. Um, and I mean, what helps uh, get you out of that thing? I know for one, like with the stage fright stuff and all that. um, I always suggest um, starting with sunglasses on. <laughs> sunglasses is always a great, great introduction to getting rid of like stage fright. <laughs> you know, I mean, of course you can't do it in public speaking because it's just kind of <laughs> like you know. And if you could, that'd be cool. But for some reason, that 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 shield of darkness, it allows you to be a little feel a little bit more comfortable like all eyes aren't on you and <laughs> and you can vaguely see what's out in front of you so that's all that's i mean that's just one thing that i would just suggest if you do have that um that complex or that or that just that mm -hmm. uh that fear um but you'll be surprised once you once you overcome that and you start feeling a little bit more comfortable about that feeling then you'll realize like, oh, it's not that bad because like, I mean, I can speak on it just from being an athlete as well as being a musician. Like, I don't care how long you've been doing a particular trade or you've been doing something, whenever it's game time or whenever the lights come on, you always have that nervous energy. So you just have to try to find a way to channel that energy into a positive. Don't let that energy like over overcome, overtake you and have you like, you know, just in your head the whole time, because because mm -hmm. honestly, fear is all in your head. It's all it's all mental. Mm -hmm. Fear is all mm -hmm. mental. Um, you know, like if you look at everything from I remember, I remember just being afraid of heights and being afraid of getting on roller coasters. And I just remember a story like like the first time I ever got on a roller coaster that went upside down. Oh, I had to, I had to be tricked into it. My dad tricked tricked me into it. We got in the line, and he was like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "I was like this this one goes upside down." He was like, "No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. This ain't the line." And then once we got we got in there, and it was time for us to get on. I couldn't get off. And next thing I know, I was I was the ride was over. Oh, and I was really? like, the going upside down part was like really the best part about it. It wasn't even as as scary as I thought it was going to be or anything. I was like, wow, this, that was fun. Let's do it again. And just like overcoming those fears. And then like, I always challenge people to like challenge that fear as well. Challenge that fear as well. I, Cause I mean, I have another situation. Like, um, I had a, I had a, a, a horrendous, a horrendous 
I guess that's the word I'm going to use. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Terrifying fright mm. of snakes. Oh, whoa. So, um, I don't forget this. It was my 20th birthday. Mm. I decided to go to a pet store. Oh. And I bought a baby snake. <laughs> and, I mean, the snake was so, I mean, it was so small that, I mean, how could I possibly be afraid of this thing? You know, and, of course, I had a million and one questions for um, the staff at the, at the pet store. But I bought it. I, the snake actually grew with me, you know, Aww. so I kind of overcame that fear because, it, I mean, of course, when I first got it, it maybe it was like maybe, I mean, eight inches long, maybe, mm-hmm. if that. Mm-hmm. And he grew up to grew up to be like four foot, wow. you know. And Whoa. and over that time, like I learned how to handle snakes, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I learned how to respect snakes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And, and like and like when you think about it, like you, you think about some some people, like I know a lot of people have fear of spiders. I that's love spiders. I know that's that sounds one. ridiculous, but yeah, that's I another love one. Spiders. Like like don't get me wrong, it's it's a couple species of spiders that I right. don't want to encounter. I don't know if I want to meet a would, tarantula. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even trip over tarantulas. They're just <laughs> yeah, there's big. Some new, there's yeah, they're some just big. Now, you thought talking about like camel spiders and like <laughs> even brown recluse because they I mean they they can do like serious harm to you. Mm-hmm. I mean I get that mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. But for your average your average everyday spider or your average everyday insect, <laughs> I mean as 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 humans we have to look at it like this. Like these these insects are like thousands of times smaller than you so try to look at it from their point of view they're probably terrified i need to react like a skunk would react because you're in its space or a porcupine it's like you're in my space like right right and that's that's what that's what i've learned with like the whole snake thing and all that i was like okay first of all snakes are blind you can't see so I was like, so why should I be afraid of this thing for that can't see? That's 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 like fighting somebody that's blind. Mm-hmm. Would you would you be comp- mm-hmm. would you be afraid of fighting somebody that was blind? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing that kind of like just let me kind of just like okay, all right, that's not bad. So um, and then from there it's just like snakes they can't run. They can only slither, and they're not going to be faster than you. So they're not going to chase you down <laughs> and they're blind. So when you look at it like that, from that perspective, I was like, you know what? Snakes can be, they're very fascinating creatures. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. Once, well, I mean, once I've, mm-hmm. I had one and had a chance to like, you know, really dissect what they're all about. That's like, oh. they're okay. <laughs> they're really okay. Um, You're freaking me out because I was already, as you were talking, I was thinking, I love symbols and I love things to be symbolic. So the fact that we were saying a fear of snakes and then how you overcame that by getting a snake, I started to think in my head, like, what if fear is that roller coaster, like personifies that roller coaster or personifies a snake? And I started to think like, you know, what if fear, if, 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 if it was manifest and it looked like a snake? You freaked me out because you started talking more and more and you were like, it's blind. It can't run after you. Like you started saying all these things like knocking down the fear ahead of time because it's like, wait, if fear is always coming at us in different ways, whether it's something like what we were sharing, which those are legitimate fears. Those people deal with those all the time or things that came on to you, meaning like came to you, you had no control over it, like 
you're scared when you go out in a boat because your little son or your friend or someone drowned right. you know like so the or you yourself almost drowned like if that's your thing then that is definitely also a fear and it's a trauma so i'm just saying things that are traumas like that's also another type of fear like but when you said that about the snake being blind and saying like it can't come at you in a way that other things can like a cheetah can come at you like a cheetah and i love lions i love i love it but i like you said there's a respect it's like no i know that you can just like you were saying i love spiders but like you said about a brown recluse i used to joke and say that's like my comedic stage name i'm the brown recluse (laughs) but i've been (laughs) but yeah like everything you were just saying about fear that's like to see it in that way too of like wait if we first things that we can one at a time like approach and go okay if i see it as first off i never thought of fear being blind like it's giving off a scent or it's giving off a sound right it's doing all of these things to make me perceive that i should be afraid or that i am in danger Whereas I may not be. And like you said, it's in your head because it's like a scary movie. Like when you take away the sound from a scary movie when or even a suspenseful movie or if you close your eyes, that might make it a little more terrifying. I don't know. <laughs> but if you think, oh, these things are blind, but you go. Yeah, you yeah go. that's the thing. Like, well, And even think, I'm glad you said that. Like with, <laughs> with horror films is if you take away a sense in a horror film, it makes it different it's it makes different. it's a whole different it's a whole different experience like like a horror film without sound is not scary mm-hmm. a horror film blind is not scary because you just you're just listening to everything and you're trying to the because what what makes a horror movie great is that perfect mesh between i don't like visual, that but i love suspense yeah, but yeah. i hear what you're it's, saying it's like, it's like it's like that perfect mesh <laughs> That marriage between sound and visual. That's I mean, no, it, it that's has true. All, that's yeah, real. Has, if you take one of those pieces away, mm-hmm. you have nothing. You know, mm-hmm. and that's, and, that's, and I guess it's kind of like the same with stage fright. Like the stage fright, the same way. If you take away the crowd, oh, that's good. Or if you take away the mic right. aspect of it, right, right. It's a whole different. It's a whole different different ballgame <laughs> because I I know several people that can do. Like you know, I I, I use sports as a, as an example. Mm-hmm. I, I know so many people who can score a hundred points. In a game when nobody's in the gym. Oh, Easily. and that is true because you said it's that thing. It's that adrenaline or it's that extra thing behind it because then if people are in the room, now it's like this person who can. Yeah, and it's like somebody's watching you or somebody. Or, and and what, what usually happens is you get in your head and you think people are going to judge you. <laughs> you know, I, th- I, I think that's the biggest thing because, I, I mean, I, I feel that way being a musician still to this day. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, I'm like, dang, I messed up on that one spot. I may be thinking about that like, oh, man, I know somebody heard that. But on the flip side of the, the the majority of the people that's listening, they didn't even know what happened, you know? And it's just like once once you, once you get off that, you know, that 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 mindset of trying to of perfection, I yeah. think that's one thing. Uh-oh. I think that's one thing, you know what I'm saying? You get yes. out of that you get out of that mindset of perfection, mm-hmm. you know, um it makes things a lot easier. Mhm. You know, and, I, and that's and that's a good place to be in mentally, mm-hmm. even when it comes to your fears. Because like once once you get once you get that, at that point where you feel like or you're like okay, I can I, I can make mistakes. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not a big it's not a big deal. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> uh, everything else will start coming a little bit easier. You know, like and like you said, like 
it, and it's different when you, when you talk about the traumas and stuff like that because yeah. that's, that's a whole different type of fear. Yeah, that's coming a different from type a different of, place. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's not from, internal. It's it can become internal, but it's external, and now it's imposed on your life. <laughs> like, right, right, and it and, and like it's 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 more it's more consistent of triggers, you oh, know, than anything yes. else. You know, like that kind yes. of that kind that kind of fear is 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 different. Um, as far as that goes, I mean. I, I would say, like, definitely professional help is definitely, I definitely agree. a great, a great step to take um, and trying to get over that. And, and, and just try and, and just just remember, like, every day is brand new. Every day is new. Mm. You know, if something happened in the past, like, if even if it was you, even if even if you almost drowned, let's, let's take right, drowning, for example, right, if you almost right. drowned yesterday. Cool. I'm quite sure you learned something from that experience. I'm quite sure you did. I mean, and don't get me wrong, it probably was definitely traumatic, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. But if you go back, you know, at, at, no matter how long it may be, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm it saying, may feel like yesterday, yeah. depending, because some things are like PTSD. It's like, yeah. 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 It's just like PTSD. So it's like, if, if, but if you do, at some point, try to conquer that, because mm -hmm. like, I mean, I, mm -hmm. I, I've had, like, I can, I can speak on that as well, because I had to. Um, I spent some time uh, in war zones, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I had a hard time getting like used to. Once I came back, getting used to being around fireworks and you know mm -hmm. loud noises mm -hmm, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And uh, what I just had, I just had to really just talk myself, like literally talk myself through it and talk myself out of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now I was like, oh, I'm okay. I'm fine now. You know, mm -hmm, I'm fine now. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, I, I understand that's this. It's a it's it's a little more deeper. It's a little more in depth mm -hmm. in uh, resolving that type of fear. Mm -hmm. um, but like, if you have a fear of like anything, anything else besides that, um, like I said, my goal is challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. Do it. Mm -hmm. If you're afraid of the dark, turn the lights off. And you can like just like you said, have professional help. You could have someone that's a close friend saying. Hey, I kind of want to be able to overcome this, but I can't even believe that I'm saying this out loud to you because I know now I have to do it or I'm held accountable, but I want to be free because having fear means you now are bound. Like you don't have freedoms, you things that other people may be able to do. Just like I'm kind of a recovering germaphobe. Like gotcha. I'm okay at certain times when someone told me like the recovering perfectionism and the recovering germaphobe, they were like, it's just some form of control. If you don't feel safe, then you need to feel like you can control a certain level of something. Mm -hmm. So I was like, because there are other times where I would be fine. And they're like, Marini, you didn't really, you weren't concerned about this or about that. So they brought to my attention, maybe you didn't feel safe. So if you have a friend who will journey with you, who is trustworthy, who isn't dealing with the same fear, first off. That's just me. That could be my opinion. I feel like it should be someone who that is not a fear they have right. to be able to help you or they've overcome that fear to be able to help you. But anyway, but yeah. 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 But yeah, try it. Like turn yeah. off the lights. You're like Yeah, just try just try it. And, and you don't have to do it for five minutes. Like it right. have to Yeah, be. take take baby steps. That's the thing. Take baby steps. Because even when you say that, like people like because even saying someone might be afraid of the dark, people might be like, That's a small, that's silly. I don't think that because I'm like, my family, they're from Louisiana. Hurricane station. There's so mm -hmm. many places, tornadoes, hurricanes. We don't know if someone was, or in the military, people being trapped 
in a place or stuck underneath something claustrophobia i'm not trying to create any fears for anyone but it's just like you saying that it's like yeah like try to slowly walk yourself through it and have someone with you if that's something that helps you yeah that's a very good point you said because i didn't i didn't i didn't mention that but yeah don't do it alone yeah. Don't do it alone. But like, you did because you said yeah. get professional help yeah. and have people. And, but help yeah, we, but you also need a support system, whether it be that friend, whether it be your dog, whether it be whatever. That's a good. Go 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 through it. Yeah, don't go through that. Don't go through it alone because like that just that just adds more pressure on your shoulders, and that's something that you don't need. Like the support is there for that that mean main reason for support. Right. So um, that's you can't really you can't try to place both of those titles on your, upon yourself if you're trying <laughs> to overcome something. That's that's just like. And that's hubris too. Like, I mean, if you, if you, it's a form of pride if in the sense of like, if you feel like, no, I don't want people, like I have friends who are recovering alcoholics or just deal with alcoholism, Mm -hmm. but that's one of the main first steps. It's like, no, there actually is a problem and I need someone to hold me accountable, but also be aware that this is something I deal with so I can journey through it. That's just something that is just like the most simplistic level of like, if this bothers you, this can't just be left out. Like there's some people that are like, I don't mind if other people drink. Like it's just the levels of where you are. But then also being honest with yourself, like, no, this is something I deal with or this is something I'm afraid of or, you know, like, so I think that's where it comes to that support group accountability yep. things like that yep and being able to speak on it like speaking on it is a lot like you'd be surprised what what the things that you say and put into to the air that uh wow, that's that deep. actually that actually can help you it actually helps you if, if you can understand that like this is what i'm afraid of but i do not want to be afraid anymore you know when you when you consistently tell yourself that i do not want to be afraid What Xerxes is sharing and what we've been chatting about, it truly is universal. And it's something that we all can address in our lives because wouldn't it feel great to be a little more free? That that sounds great to me. So stay tuned because we will have more of this subject matter from this time that we share together in the upcoming episodes. So just know that there is more from this segment. Please stay tuned and we can all become a little bit closer to who we are made to be and who we are meant to be. So Xerxes and I are thankful for you and glad you are listening.